when Joni and I moved to Clarksburg, we had only been married a week. And, and I can remember very vividly driving down Bridgeport Hills. We had everything that we owned in the back of a U-Haul, plus our two dogs. And we were moving to Clarksburg. And Joni looks at me and she says, how long do you think we'll be here? I said, three years tops. Not that I didn't think Clarksburg was a wonderful place, but that was just sort of the average for people who were graduating from seminary, going into their first job. Because let's face it, you know, you, you go into your first job and you're looking for something bigger and better. And man, how many of us hit it just right off the bat? You find something that is just so incredible, you don't want to go anywhere else. So when people say, you know, about Joni and, and my comment to her about three years, I, I always say, well, at least I had one of the numbers correct. <laughs> uh, you want to put some perspective on, on 33 years? Uh, when, when I came here, Lisa Williams, who sings in our, our worship band, was in children's choir. Uh, Andy Walker, who is our worship leader, uh, wasn't even born. <laughs> I'm 58 years old, Okay. If you were 58 years old when I came to Clarksburg, you're now 91. So that sort of puts it into uh, perspective. You know, few pastors really have an opportunity to be a part of so many generations uh, of a family. Uh, a few weeks ago, we, we dedicated Henry Walker. You know, I, not only do I know Henry, but I know his parents. Not only do I know his parents, but I know all his aunts and uncles, and I know his grandparents very well. Not only that, I've played golf with two of his great-grandfathers, and one of his great-grandmothers sang in the choir for many years. Not only that, <laughs> but I also knew his great-great-grandfather, Mr. James. Now, if you think of it in the course of life, that may not seem like much. But in the course of a pastor's service at one particular church, trust me, that, that's a lot. And I'm very grateful for the opportunity to have had all those chances just to get to know different generations of, of families. You know, it's difficult to bring 33 years of, of ministry in, in the same place to a close. And the, more, the most difficult thing is wrapping it up in just a... Uh, a brief sermon, but you know, there's kind of a lot of pressure today because in my experience, pastors' final sermons often turn out to either be duds or just these emotional ramblings that really no one gets much out of. So that's a little bit of pressure today, but one thing is for sure, we've certainly shared a lot of life together and it's been fun. I want us to look today at a passage from the Old Testament book of Ecclesiastes. It's a very familiar passage. Chapter 3. It says, There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. The writer says that everything in life has its proper time. In other words, its point in time. And its proper season. Its duration of that particular time. 
The writer continues that famous passage as he moves back and forth between the desirable and the undesirable things in life. He says, beginning in verse 2, he says, A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. You see, God is eternal. And God is not bound by time and space. However, we are mortal. And because we're mortal, we, until the day that we go to live eternally with him, are governed by time and by space. Now, some people look at, at time kind of cyclically. In, in other words, you have night and day. That's a cycle that repeats. You have the seasons. That repeats. And so, in other words, we are bound by that in the sense of time tells us what to do as far as going to bed and, and getting up. It also tells us what to do as far as planting and, and harvesting or even what to wear in a particular season. Uh, others look at time as linear. In other words, it's kind of past, present, and future. And what time is to them is time just moves in one direction. It moves from birth to childhood to adolescence to adulthood. It just moves right along in one straight line to the end. Well, either way you look at it, as we progress toward that day that we go to live eternally with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, our lives are full of all sorts of seasons. And as the writer says, some of those seasons are pleasant, and some of them are unpleasant. Some of those seasons are predictable. And some of those seasons are very unpredictable. Now, this is a new season for me as I go to work for the West Virginia Baptist Convention. It's also a new season for Clarksburg Baptist Church as you begin to search for a new pastor and as you embark on a new Sunday morning schedule and as, as some of you take new responsibilities related to that schedule. It's a new season, but it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time in my life, and I hope it's an exciting time for you as you explore the different things that God has in mind for you in the days to come. Now, certainly, if we had our choice, we would like for everything just to be pleasant all the time. And certainly, we would like for life just to be maybe one constant and unchanging season. But Dwayne Garrett writes, No one can be happy who has not come to grips with the reality that life is full of changes and sorrows as well as continuity and joy. And I would add, though, to his comment that the way that you come to grips with the ups and downs of life is the fact that God, through it all, is constant and unchanging. Through all your seasons of life, God is constant and unchanging. 
through all the ups and downs of your life. God is constant and unchanging. We change. We grow old. We change our minds. We, we change our attitudes about things. But, but God is unchanging. And in a world of ups and downs, God is always constant. So whatever season you find yourself in, you don't need to be fearful. And you don't need to be unsettled. Because the, the God that you read about in the Bible is the same God that you have a relationship with through Jesus Christ. Here's what the Bible says about that God. Psalm 102, beginning verse 25, says, In the beginning you laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment, like clothing. You will change them, and they will be discarded. But you... Remain the same, and your years will never end. Psalm 119 says, Your word, Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. Your faithfulness continues through all generations. You establish the earth, and it endures. Lamentations 3.22 says, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. And Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you can rest assured that even though you, you might not understand what God is doing, you can have confidence in God. That from the day you were born till the day that you go to live with him, he is accomplishing his divine purpose. He is. And you are part of that divine purpose. You see, my prayer for you is certainly that in the seasons that lie ahead, that, that your life will be filled with all of these desirable things that the writer of Ecclesiastes tells us about. New birth and planting and healing and building and laughing and dancing and gathering, embracing, searching, keeping, love and peace. I, I certainly hope that your life and, and the life of this church is full of those things. But more importantly, I actually pray that, that your faith will remain strong and that you will trust in the wisdom of God's plan even when the undesirable seasons come into your life and the life of the church. You see, when it comes to the times and the seasons of your life and the life of the church, you have a choice. You do. Here's your choice. You can either accept your fate or you can contribute to your destiny. You can either accept your fate or you can contribute to your destiny. Here's what I mean by that. You can accept whatever comes into your life and the life of the church as some kind of cruel fate and do nothing. Or you can believe that everything in your life and the life of the church is destined to be a key component in God's bigger plan. And that God wants you to be a contributing partner with him in that bigger plan. 
Clarksburg Baptist Church has been a contributing partner with God for 168 years. And I hope that you are grateful for whatever part you have had in seeing God's plan through here at Clarksburg Baptist Church. I know it's been a great pleasure to be a part of God's working here at Clarksburg Baptist Church. And I know that he's got more and more and more for us to do. Someone asked me, he said, what do you think your greatest accomplishment is at Clarksburg Baptist Church? And I said, that's easy. I went 33 years and never dropped a communion tray full of juice. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's the little things in life that make you happy. <laughs> and I'll even attribute that to God. Um, but uh, then someone asked me, well, you know, what will be your favorite memory of Clarksburg Baptist Church? And I thought, man, what a question. What a question. What will be your favorite memory of Clarksburg Baptist Church? I mean, there are so many memories. And as I cleaned out my office this week and cleaned out files and drawers and, and all of that stuff, it brought back so many memories. Most of them happy. I'll confess, some of them were kind of sad. We're only going to talk about the happy ones today. As I cleaned out my office, I, I went through old church directories that were filled with pictures of people who over the last 33 years have had a tremendous impact on my life and on the life of my family. Uh, there were programs of, of these wonderful musical dramas that we used to do. There were old cassette tapes of, of the chancel choir and a group called One Accord. There was uh, a huge file of music that I had directed over the years. There was an entire four-drawer filing cabinet full of every sermon I think I've ever preached here and anywhere else I preached while I was here. Bulletins and reminders of outstanding worship services that, that we have had, plus little mementos and notes and all those special items. So what was my answer to the question about my favorite memory? I told this person, I said, my favorite memory of Clarksburg Baptist Church will be that they were always kind. It's pretty simple. You, you have always been kind to us. Uh, from the first day we came here, you have been kind to us. You know, even through the good times and the bad, even through disappointments and disagreements, even through successes and failures, and, and even when we were frustrated with each other, there has never been a moment where you were unkind to me or to my family. And I'm very grateful for that. Thank you. And I do hope that in some way we've returned that kindness uh, to you. So, thank you very much for allowing me to be a, a small part of the great work that God is doing uh, here at Clarksburg Baptist Church. And thank you for your trust and allowing me to be your senior pastor for the last 10 years. And finally, I am just so excited to see what God is going to do through both of us, through our church through the new work, through the West Virginia Baptist Convention, I'm excited to see what God has in store for the rest of our lives as we move forward together. Let's pray.